Hello and welcome to the 27th episode of Long Live Play, the number one Australian PlayStation podcast full of lukewarm takes and mental breaks hosted by myself, Govinda Whitehurst, and the little sister to my big daddy, Mr. Kale Adam, how you going? A man chooses, a slave obeys. A man chooses, a slave obeys. That's right, that that's right. pretty chill. What do you mean? What, what's this in reference to? What do I? What are you what, doing what everything do I that I tell you to do? At a whim, because you're my slave? I'm doing a Ken Levine. This is the iconic phrase from Bioshock, Govinda. I came at you and you were unprepared. <laughs> a Ken Levine or an Andrew Ryan? It's a Ken Levine... Like, it's an Andrew Ryan quote, but Ken Levine wrote it. Yeah, created the creator, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. So don't yeah, come yeah. at me. What a game. <laughs> I'm ready to go. It's a Monday. I'm, yeah, whoa, whoa, I'm whoa, whoa, whoa. You need to um, shit, take it right. down. That's why you're, right. you're yelling, dude. I'm, I just... I was just saying, there you go. Oh, I, I mean, sorry. I, I uh, came at you. No, but seriously, was, you did. You did. I was like, I didn't even, I didn't even know what's going on. The uh, energy drink has done nothing for me yet. I had a big day at work. I actually had to do work, which was a change. And I'm, I'm, I'm feeling attacked. Okay. I need a minute, man. I don't like this, uh, this big day at work. It's not. It's, yeah, yeah, dude. It's, I was working good. like right up until we were doing this, so like my brain is still melting. So fry it. Forgive Unwind. me. Also, I have a I've had a a dry slash sore throat for about two weeks now. I did not uh, think that's what you were going for when you started that sentence, but carry on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I I don't know what it is, and like I I've been sleeping with air conditioning a lot, so maybe it's just that drying my throat out. I don't feel sick, but right now my throat is dry and sore. Mm. So it's a strong word. Dry for sure. You know what I mean? It sounds like Omicron, but that's just me. I think everything is the Omicron variant, and I think you might be the first Queenslander to have it. Uh, So just to clear something up about Omicron, Percy, I ate from Futurama. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They actually, the the, the Omicronians, I believe, um, they look like kind of monstery lizard things, and they, they never really had a name other than that. And... They are, do you remember in, there's the episode where people are like eat, eating pop, poplars, I think they're called? I don't remember this as well as you apparently. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I owned it on DVD. I watched all four seasons a million times. I only pretend there's four seasons because the ones after that are like a bit meh. Yeah. It got cancelled for years and came back. You know, you know the deal. Anyway, uh, yeah, poplars. And then it turns out that the poplars that they're eating, which is like popcorn chicken, is actually like infant Omicro- Omicronians. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like little baby ones and like Leela's holding one that wake it opens up and gets and like oh. says, Hello, you know. It's real weird. Anyway, what a great show. I need to watch Futurama again. I'm gonna keep saying that on this show. Yeah, until you said I that last week and you, you, yeah, you did it's not. gonna be a it's gonna be a thing that I do every week. Get ready. I can't tell you how much I've now come to love Mondays because we do this show which is good fun. It's exciting. I get all my work done, you know, we fix up from the weekend and then I come here, I do this show, and then afterwards my wife generally makes my favorite meal, which is the uh, sun-dried tomato and bacon pasta, and we watch Succession. And it's such a treat. 
It's just, it's a good day for me. Is a Monday. That's real cute because I'm, I, I don't know, I kind of feel, it feels nice to be involved in like your favorite day of the week. You know what I mean? And I, like, a, I would say an integral part to you your favorite day. You play a bit of week. part. Really, it's about the pasta. Actually, we're swapping the pasta for pizza. It's still Italian, so I'll allow it. But will there be bacon on it? And that's the real question. Will the bacon still be there? Because if not, you've dropped, you've dropped at least one point off the day. That's undetermined. What is for certain is that Succession ends in like three episodes, and then I don't know what to do with myself. I think I, I think I jump oh, off. Oh, you this know what you could coil. do actually, and I, I'd strongly recommend it. Um, you should watch season two of Tiger King. Oh, actually, I've been. <laughs> no, I hear I, it's I'm bad. It, it is. I wouldn't strongly recommend it. There's like literally like five episodes, and it, it the Tiger King, quote unquote, is in jail the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I think he was hoping this would get him out or something. Didn't wasn't he trying well, to get f- Trump to pardon him? Yeah, that's like the first episode, first two episodes maybe is about like some team trying to get a, a presidential pardon from Donald Trump. Incredible. Uh, and they they go to his inauguration with a big sign that says "Free Tiger King," and then some hectic Republican lady starts just yelling at them, saying, <laughs> "Like it's really funny." <laughs> All right, <laughs> it really sums uh... up like the the Trump fans in in America. Just that one lady, just like shredding into them. <laughs> they're, they're saying like, "Oh, freedom of speech," and she's like, "This is not what this is for." <laughs> oh, Jesus, it's, it's hectic. It's really funny. Uh, anyway, don't watch that. It was it's a funny. It was a joke recommendation. It was a waste of my life and a waste of my time. I know I've harangued you about this enough, but I finished. Um, I don't know why I thought of this. I guess it was the Futurama thing. I watched the second season of Narcos. Right? There's three mm-hmm. seasons of Narcos. Oh uh, yeah, you've lost me at Narcos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Incredible. All the way up until the second season. I know it continues, and I know it's probably fine. But and this is, I guess this is a spoiler. But if you should know this, but. Pablo Escobar. I don't. He died, Govinda. What? He, he, yeah, that's why he's not the drug Wait, no, king. Wait, no, no. Is it like how everyone says, like, oh, Hitler died, but really he just flew to Argentina and has been living there ever since? Well, he's see, probably dead now, obviously. He's old as fuck, but... Pablo was already in South America. He's, that's sort of uh, where he's well, from. He wasn't in Argentina. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. Yeah, so he can still fly to Argentina and escape. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I've chosen to not <laughs> yeah, watch anymore. I'm happy with where I've left that story. So you can't watch anymore because he dies? Yeah, he's actually a really great character in it. I'm I'm sympathetic to the mass murdering drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're good at doing that on these TV shows. It's interesting. Yeah, so you watched The O.C. growing up, right? Of in course. Youth. Of course. So season three, big spoiler. If you haven't seen The O.C. and you plan to, get fucked. Uh, it was big 20 spoiler. years ago. <laughs> 20 years ago, honestly. Like, not quite, but almost. Um, Marissa dies at the end of season three. This, is this show apparently goes on for like what six seasons? No, Five, there's only seasons? there's Five? only one more season. Govinda, get there's not only one more level. season. There's no there way. is. Don't make me get my wife in here. Can, she watches can you please, it every can, year. No, can you actually please? I want her to tell me this because I don't trust you, but I will trust. I'm her. bringing her in. For, we'll pause right here. She's gonna come in. She's just gonna say one and I'll sentence. Cut, I'll, I'll cut yeah, to yeah, her giving I us the answer. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Marissa dies, season three of The O.C. Everyone knows this. It was tragic. I personally just completely stopped watching because what was the point if Misha Barton wasn't in it anymore? And I was under the impression it went for like two more seasons. Incorrect. It goes for about another half a season. They got cancelled halfway through season four. Wow. I just remember something where like Ryan was hooking up with that annoying like know-it-all chick. What was her name? Taylor. Taylor Townsend. Oh, yes, awful. What an awful character she was. And the fact that that was the one they're like, let's carry on with her and her story. That was the biggest mistake of all. The guy who plays Hercules comes in as Ryan's dad and starts dating Julie Cooper. Hot. <laughs> 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 this is my dream. Now, 
Now if only we could get Xena, the warrior princess, oh. to come in and fuck Sandy Cohen. Wait, I gotta come back Yeah, it's over now. Thank you, Aaron. I appreciate your time. To bring things full circle, Kevin Sorbo is now a crazy Trump fan. And I believe he's on that ivermectin train. <laughs> fuck yeah, the horse, the horse medicine. It, it works 100% of the time, every time. No, no you fucked that up 80% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, well, look, that was that was a fun time. The OC, dude, honestly, I lived for that show only, and not only, but especially when Misha Barton and Olivia Wilde kissed. Fuck yeah, dude. You animal. Well, you've, well how old were we when the show was coming out? Like 15? That was peak Olivia Wilde, too. I'll give you that. I'll peak Olivia Wilde and just peak hormones, honestly. Peak hormones. Oh, yeah. No, no. There was only one dream girl from that show, and her name was Anna. Anna. You're an Anna, Anna guy. No, honestly, I think, it, like, looking back, I was more of a summer dude. Not for the personality, though. She was a little bit annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's very basic of you to say that, Kavinda. That's a very basic choice to Well, make. see, at the time, I would have said Misha Barton, right? I would have said Marissa. But it's even worse, right? You actually, like, think about it and you look back and she kind of sucked. I've got so many, like, fun facts. Honestly, they all did. Absorbed from, by osmosis, by living with my wife and her being the definitive authority on this show. Like, apparently everyone hated her on that show. Misha. She was way younger than everyone else. uh, And she just got way too big for her boots. And that's why they killed her off. Because she wanted to leave and be, like, a movie star, which she never did. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> so just... funny, dude. I think she ended up doing like some theatre production in the UK, and then that was all that was of her. Interestingly <sighs> enough, like even Adam Brody, like Seth, didn't really do heaps after. Like none of them really he did. He did more. The ch- what was her name? Rachel Bilson, the the chick who played Summer. She actually had her own show and like yeah, she, she did had some um, stuff. Heart of Dixie. I've watched all of it. It's great. Her and Adam Brody probably did the most, right? Like where was Ryan ever? The thing with Adam Brody is his stuff wasn't great. It was always like kind of subpar. At least Heart of Dixie is legitimately like a it's how I her met show. Mother. Yeah, it, and it's, it's funny. Also, yeah, it's also her show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Brody like a... always felt like he was like an ancillary character somewhere else in someone else's show. How the fuck do we even get here? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. And you know what's really weird? I thought we'd been talking for way longer. We really haven't been. No. Okay. Well, Jesus. I guess we're gonna have no, to. No, but um... like, what do we do? Do we just do we just sit in silence for a little bit? <laughs> Think of Kevin Sorbo's career and the choices he made just for a brief moment. Anyway, Kevin, have you been playing any video games? <laughs> uh, not really. I played Skyrim more a little bit, but honestly, not a lot. I don't know. I like it. It's fun. Uh, I, there's just something about it where I just can't physically play it for more than like 45 minutes to an hour at a time. Okay. I wonder why that is. I think it's because it's like I'm doing I'm like, oh, this is familiar. Like it is this. And it's also like a little bit daunting about how much stuff there is. I did have a sneaky look at the Platinum run for it. Oh. And it's, it's, it's not bad. It's a okay. 4 out of 10 on PlayStationTrophies.org. So that's, it's doable. Um, yeah, that's deceptive, I find, that rating. <laughs> well, difficulty and time are not the same, That's right. right. Like, time so is I think, not I think they said it's that. probably about a 50 to 60 hour platinum, which is, that's like, I was like, ugh, you know? That's ugh. a lot. But it seemed relatively easy. They patched something out, so there's no missables anymore. So I, I did tinker with the idea of, of trying to go for the platinum. But I think ultimately, I just... It was fun to get back in there. It's good to have a save if I want to go back. Um, but I did also, spurred from you last episode, I went in and I did find a shitload of mods and I modded the shit out of it. Okay. Um, 
stupidly did it without realizing that obviously my trophies aren't going to ping. Yeah, that's... So um, stupidly did it, but also smartly had a separate save for mod. Yeah, okay, that's ruin the idea. game. So I can go back to my trophy run game, but I uh, just did it to have a look. And it's actually like, it's pretty chill. I think yeah, there's a little cool. more time because the special edition only just came out. So some of the mods need to be updated for special edition. Yeah. Um, but like some of the mods completely reskin town. So they have like a really like unique look to them. Adds new weather effects and better lighting, better illumination. A cool one is just like, it adds more signage to roads. Yeah, okay, that is cool. Because sometimes you get to signs and you're like, cool, you're telling me there's one thing this way and there's only one thing this way, but someone just added a bunch of different signs to the signposts. Yeah. So you actually know everything that is in those directions rather than just the one next place you go into. So that was kind of cool. Uh, did that. It, it was just, I don't know, there's like a mod where you could have more rings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Skyrim, you can only equip one ring, which is ridiculous because you have 10 fingers. Like, what you should the fuck? Al- it should at least be two. Like one each yeah, hand. Yeah, at least one that's per hand. Like, that's Diablo um, so rules. <laughs> there's a mod for that. And uh, I don't know, like a lot of just, uh, most of the stuff I modded was like what towns look like and what ruins look like or what the ruins look like. They added stuff to that. And it's just like foliage and weather effects and lighting. And yeah, it, it, it was actually just, a, it, I did it and instantly I was like, man, this looks really cool. Like, It's funny, isn't it? Why couldn't Bethesda just make it look this good? They, to be fair, they created a framework from which that could be done. I know, so, and also like it was a PS3 game, and you probably couldn't have pulled that off on a PS3 without absolutely buckling it. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. That's good times. So um, it's good. Um, I also based on a, my friend Steven's been playing it. He's about to platinum it because he's a he's a crazy man, and he said his wife was playing it, and she is just using a shield and destruction magic or magic. All right, and I was like. I kind of like that. So I've been yeah, rocking the shield cool. and destruction magic is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I like. I like to hear that. That's um. Yeah. So honestly, not much to report. It's pretty good. I do. I feel compelled to go back to Final Fantasy Ten and just wrap that shit up. Yeah. So actually, I, I meant that. to ask you that because you said that on last week's episode. I'm assuming you did not do that. Well, no. I'm just like I'm. Just, we have some downtime coming up, and like we have in terms so of much. games that are coming out. In terms of games coming out until yeah. what February? Uh, yes, yeah, start of February. It- begins and then it gets yeah. pretty crazy so i reckon if i really wanted to finish final fantasy 10 i could probably do it in a week or two yep so i don't need heaps of time to do it and i, I want to get back to it and i want to finish it just because i've never done that and that seems like blasphemy uh speaking of your friend steven who i do not know it should be <laughs> should be noted he messaged us about fallout which i'm still playing and having a great time i forgot to tell you that was one of the big reasons uh that I, i'm not playing this on playstation it's locked at 30 frames so what you're selling me is really you're playing a game on PC that you can technically play on technically, PlayStation. Yeah. But, but you, at no point do you recommend doing so. I, I mean, look, if, if you can be a 30 FPS boy, more power to you. I mean, no, I've played no, through this no, game. No, I've, <laughs> I've moved beyond 30 exactly. in my life. Uh, and if it's not 60 and like, I mean, a stable 60, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't do it anymore. I played through this entire game at 30. I don't need to do Everyone it did. again. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it, well, I guess PC players didn't. Yeah, no, I can't do that. I'm sort of the opposite of you here. I am the anti-Skyrim. I'm playing this thing for multi-hours at a stretch. I am losing my mind in this game. I am deeper down the rabbit hole. More mods have been added. I won't 
bore you again with all of them. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'll give you like two. You can give me two mods, but I can't have you list out ten mods again. I can't. I would do like that. actually. By the way, uh, good job on the edit last week. I really wished though. I meant to message you about this. You had added like one of those like almost curb your enthusiasm time lapse of me like droning on about the mods and it was like <laughs> shifting into each one because I don't think anyone realizes but you literally cut out like eight of them <laughs> you cut out a whole bunch and it sounds like I'm only talking about like a few <laughs> but it's <laughs> I don't think I cut out that many Oh, maybe I'm just remembering it wrong. Anyway. You might be remembering it wrong. I, I, th- is there still the bit in there where I literally said, I, no more? Like, I, I literally yeah, cut Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think yeah, we only so went I don't through, think like, I cut out. I don't think I remember cutting out any mods. I feel like I talked about, like, six, and I think there's only two in there. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You probably will stop listening. You were probably working, and it was on. You weren't really paying attention. You just missed a couple. It's a whole thing. Uh, I did want to highlight, I just found two really cool mods that have kind of... I love this. Uh, so, you remember the locking, lock picking minigame? It's the same in Skyrim, isn't it? You do the little tumblers and, like, you gotta find the sweet spot. Is that the same in Fallout? I think it is, yeah. And, like, you just, you gotta wiggle like, it, you use both sticks. Yeah, in the in Fallout, you get the pin and, the, and like, the, the pivot yeah. thing, and you gotta rotate that and then try and twist it until it vibrates, and then you can undo it. And, like, oh, adjust. no. This one's kind of. Yeah, I guess it's similar. It's similar. Anyway, the way it works in Fallout is you have different perks that let you unlock, like, novice master and expert level locks yeah it's like skyrim too yeah so all this mod does is it just means if you have a single perk in lock picking you can attempt any lock in the game it's just really hard and you only get one shot at it oh sorry oh. no you, no no uh you get as many shots uh as you have lock picks sorry there's oh, no, also it's pretty much the same lock pick thing by the looks of it yeah uh, yeah. Sorry, I got that confused with the hacking one, which is the same thing. It lets you hack anything in the game, but you only get one shot. You know that weird one little... opportunity? Yeah. Do not uh, Is it the thing where to... you can kind of cheese it a little bit, though? Like, you can... You know, it like, gives you, like, four or five tries, and you can get to the last try, leave, right. and get back into it? Yeah. Yeah. So, it doesn't let you do that anymore, but you can... Because the thing about it, I didn't really think about this, but that hacking minigame is about player skill, and in the game, it's not really, like your character's skill, because you, you kind of do this little word association puzzle game. It's a whole thing. Fallout's been incredible to me, Govinda. I'm, um, I, don't know, I don't know how long this is going to last. I might be playing this game for weeks yet. I'm hotter for it now than I was last week, if you can imagine. I can't. <laughs> you just can't imagine something that... I can't imagine being hotter for it than you were last week, because you were really digging into those, oh. those mods, and I was like, okay... What this I, is boring now. <laughs> what I wanted to highlight, and I don't think this game gets enough recognition for this, is I think this might be the best example of open world interaction I've seen. Basically since, like, Red Dead Redemption 2 is, like, the more modern version of this. And obviously Skyrim did it, but they learned a lot in the preceding years. Mm-hmm. But there's shit that goes on in this game. Like, you just, you're cruising around, there's bandits, there's the ghouls that's fine you eventually like unlock the Minutemen. they're your faction and they spread out throughout the world they can all just run into each other and like fight each other and things can pop off and then you get to the point where the brotherhood of steel rock up and they have their airships and suddenly they're just like a fucking power armored knight rocks up in a helicopter with a minigun and there's like a battle between bandits and ghouls and you and then there's, like, all the DLC stuff. So there's, like, the Automatron robot faction. And they're all just cruising the world. And they're just, like, you just hear fights going off around the corner. You're not even involved. Like, it actually feels like a world where these 
groups are fucking each other up all the time, and I love it. Like it's it's really blown me away. It's a yeah, good time. they were they were always good at that sort of stuff and always feeling like things are actually happening a little bit. But I I don't know, Red Dead was like the the peak. Well, and sorry, that's what I meant to say. Like the thing that blew me away about Red Dead was they had an algorithm where you would be like walking down a road and there was like four hundred different encounters, let's say, that could happen. Like maybe you run into like a merchant and his wagons like busted a wheel or like there's yeah. a bandit being held up. Fallout's got all that too. Like you can just run into random people on the road and get quests. Like yeah, they you know. they were always good at that stuff. Even Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas had stuff like that, where just there was chance encounters that you would get. Yeah, just it's, by walking through. I think I forgot that. Like I had one last night, and you're just walking down the road and you see another, like another vault dweller. Like there's just a dude yeah. in a little blue jumpsuit, and he's like, "Holy sh- fuck, <laughs> things are <laughs> bad in my world." So yeah, look, that's okay. enough. It's but a good game. I, it's funny because you you seem so much higher on it now than you ever did when it first came out. I know it's it's really turned around for me. Oh, actually, and sorry, I had one more mod for you. Like you were saying, uh, I found one that just automates. You know, the settlements that you have, and ideally, you're meant to build them up and like you mm-hmm. know manage them. It automates it, so you'll just be cruising around. You'll just get like a message, and it'll be like, hey. Uh, someone built a building in Sanctuary Hills and you'll go there and they'll have, like, built a house. See, that should have been just in the game. Because yeah. something that... I was talking to Sean about this the other day and something that he mentioned is, like, yeah, sure, you can not build, but you get constantly reminded that you didn't and that things are going bad. It's like, yeah. this element's getting attacked, this element's getting attacked, they're getting attacked, and you're like, fuck, i got to go build shit and, like, deal that, with um, that. Like, crucially, that uh, Minuteman mod I was talking about last week, that cuts that all down, like... Say that's at a 10 normally and it cuts it to a 1 and they're capable of defending it. It's just like yeah, for the big okay. attacks. It's um Okay, yeah, yeah good, good. Because, um, yeah, I was like, I swear, it, like, it maybe wasn't crucial, but they you the constant reminders that you haven't built stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Ah, fuck off. It's funny because now I'm rose-tinted glasses. Like, I, I'm thinking of my modded experience. I don't really know what the vanilla experience is at the moment. Like... <laughs> Uh, I actually, uh, sorry, one final thing. I like ran into this female ghoul and she's like sort of a, kind of like a gangster or whatever. And she has you like come and sort out this mystery with her family of ghouls that have like been fighting each other for decades and decades and decades. Ultimately, like you sort it out and she joins you. And I realized she's not a companion from the game. She was added in one of the like extra content mods. mods. And she's fully voiced. Like, it was seamless Ooh. to me. It was like, how did you even do this? Like, she's <laughs> a new voice actress. It's People are so much smarter than me. Yeah, it's... People just have a lot of time. I don't know how... Yeah, honestly. I don't understand Especially it. to do it for free, you know? A lot of these guys are pimping Patreons. A lot of the big modders are, like, Patreon-supported now. That seems to be the model. That makes sense. And honestly, I, I feel like a lot of people would do it as, like, a... Almost like a portfolio, like... Yeah, I yeah. made this mod and this is what's in it, and you know, so I get it, but it's beyond me and Ooh, my yeah. abilities. Oh yeah! If you haven't played anything else this week, Kale, we might move right into the one and only segment that we have on this show, and that is the news <laughs> that we care about. Kale, what have you got for me this week? First of all, Govinda, how you going is a segment, so I'm just gonna. No, put actually, that out true, there. true, it's true, a, true. It's a it fan favorite. A segment. It's a fan it favorite. It is the fan favorite. I think. The one fan's favourite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Govinda. We've got actually got news this week. 
I'm feeling good about it. We have to start off with another awkward story that we struggle to talk about, but we're getting into it because uh, I'm going to make you. I actually saw this story when it dropped. It wasn't substantiated. This happened on like Friday going into Saturday morning, I think. Uh, but it's now being covered by sites. Right now I'm looking at uh, Video Games Chronicle has covered it. And the title of this article is PlayStation Executive Fired Following Pedophile Allegations. Oh. And this is a pretty insane story. Did you see anything about this? It No, until this moment in time, yeah. <laughs> I've seen nothing. So, <laughs> so again, I felt awkward about like naming this Senior man. Senior PlayStation Executive. He's a... Yeah, so this man... His name's out there now because he's been fired from PlayStation because of these allegations. His name's George Cassiopo, mm-hmm. uh, and he was Senior Vice President of the PlayStation Network. He was in charge of things like the PlayStation Store. Uh, this is a very high-ranking man. And what happened over the weekend is he was allegedly caught trying to arrange sex with a decoy posing as a 15-year-old boy, according to a video by, and this is a YouTube channel, People vs. Preds. This video, Govinda, is unbelievable. They've like, so they've kind of gotten onto, I'm just going to call him George. I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. They've kind of contacted Cacioppo, George. I think it is, but continue. Cacioppo. That's, Cacioppo. That's good. I don't know for sure. I think it's Italian. So C-I, I don't know. Anyway, George. Yes. So they've contacted George via Grinder, and they've arranged a meetup. George thinks he's meeting a 15-year-old boy. And this is kind of like to catch a, Predator. This is to catch a predator. Yeah, yeah they, they, pretty much. But they're a YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, they, to catch a predator, millennial style. Yes. Yeah, so they go to this person's house where the meetup is arranged. They knock on the door. They have a camera in his face. He opens the door, and it it's clearly this man. Like if you, I've got his LinkedIn profile here, like I think it, this is the man. The incredible part is he's wearing a PS5 T-shirt. He's wearing a a PlayStation T-shirt at the meetup. Mm-hmm. Which what's that, what's like, that telling you? Why is that interesting? I mean, like, if you were trying to have sex with an underage child, Govinda, would you wear, like, a T-shirt advertising who you are, like, where you work, what your association is? It seems <laughs> insane Ma- oh, to me. Dude, I don't even want to speculate, because all of this is fucked. It I was is just fucked like, Maybe, like, that was, like, him trying to be hip and cool. Oh, it's so disgusting. Yeah, um, that's, that's why I was like, I, I didn't, didn't want to didn't even It makes me that. sad and grossed out. So, look, I think... Rightly, a lot of sites held off on reporting on this until today. Yeah. Well, it's like a, a life slash career ruiner if it's like not legit. Well, it seems legit. It seems legit. If like, look, if they've got like the texts and stuff from the from Grinder and like this dude knew definitively it was a fifteen year old boy. Yeah, that's uh, um, pretty damning. And so the statement from Sony is, "quote We are aware of the situation, and the employee in question has been terminated from employment." Sony said yesterday. Yep. So that's it. That's all it has to be. It's just um, bizarre, bizarre story. That's a bizarre one, especially last after last week when they were talking about the allegations of like yeah discrimination and stuff. It's I don't know, not a not a great look. Obviously, not that this guy like, not that this really reflects on Sony's culture, but no, no, this is clearly just a bad sure. egg involved. Well, that's disturbing. <laughs> Kavinda, in better news, can I move Thank us right you. along? Please do. In news broken by the host of another little PlayStation podcast, we now know just the teensiest bit more about Bioshock 4. In the most recent Patreon episode of Sacred Symbols, host Colin Moriarty gave up a few tasty morsels that he had learned from his sources. This information was later verified by the website Video Game Chronicle through their own sources. 
We now know that Bioshock 4, known internally as Project Parkside, will take place during the 1960s in Antarctica, in a city known as Borealis. Parkside's story will be intrinsically linked to the narrative of the previous three games in the series. An official announcement seems imminent, perhaps as soon as this week. The Game Awards host Jeff Keighley has said he has been working on an announcement for the past two and a half years and that it will finally be shown at this year's VGAs. Cloud Chamber, the studio developing Bioshock 4, confirmed its existence two and a half years ago. Seems convenient, Govinda. Seems convenient. I feel like Colin Moriarty's really gone out of his way to blow up Jeff Keighley's spot. <laughs> I appreciate it, you know? He's it, like, the, he's I like didn't the Game Awards are literally days away. So what yeah. I'm going to do is take your biggest, biggest announcement of the show. And I'm going to take it for myself. It's so <laughs> funny because he he doesn't normally do this. I listen to the show and like he actually walked through like what goes into like breaking a story like this. Like so he'd spoken to his people. He'd kind of like con- uh, one source in particular and he'd kind of confirmed it. He went to I believe it was actually someone at VGC Video Game Chronicle and was like, hey, have you heard this exact thing? And they were like, yes. So like you, you're kind of like trying to put double the pieces. verify yeah so like if they'd heard it too you're like all right well this is probably a thing it's too specific yeah um it I, is I actually have sources at that point like do you just make like what if it's just the same dude telling everyone and I you've only got one real source it was a um off the record source uh so just you know anonymous okay source. so well that's what i mean but like does do you, does colin call vgc and be like hey this source has told me this but that's off the record have uh, you heard I, something else from someone else when, like, you're, you know, and Colin isn't even a journalist anymore. Teach me about journalism, Cal. Yeah. So, like, real journalists these days, you're Jason Triers and stuff. Well, no, but what do video game journalists do? Not real well, ones, just the fake ones. <laughs> he's a real video game journalist. Like, the real guys will have, um, there's encryption apps that you can speak to sources through. Uh, mm-hmm. And that way, like, even, sometimes even the journalists themselves aren't aware of this person's identity they can be verified they'll like use things oh that's interesting okay yeah there's like real anonymity apps now which are um same sort of app that i'd buy drugs on or something like that yeah yeah you would buy drugs on them yeah you would real encrypted don't know their identity they don't know mine but i will pick up a cue from a certain (laughs) spot at a certain time for a certain amount of money sorry (laughs) wait i'm really Uh, sidetracked can you just offline real quick can you send me the app uh, uh, wait what <laughs> Shit, I'm oh. sorry. I, I'm going to cut all this out, dude. Don't oh, good, 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 good. Um, cool. So, first things first, let's just talk about the actual announcement. Exactly. Or, I guess, the leak, the break. Um, Antarctica. That's pretty cool because I was thinking, I was like, where are you going? What are you going to do? How are you going to do it? You've done the sky, you've done the water. What's next? The speculation was uh, the moon. It was going to be like yeah. an asteroid or something. Like, that's what yeah. I think people thought. Yeah. Uh, it could. You could have a volcano. You could underground it didn't have to be antarctica there are options true true underground is definitely another one antarctica i wonder if it's going to be sub like dermal <laughs> dermal uh, <laughs> sub t- t- i don't know underground in antarctica in ice or if it's going to be above ground i suppose we should have a consensus on this can we spoil bioshock infinite right now that nine-year-old game how or, is the spoiler going to go for a long time no no and it's not even so look what we know from Bioshock Infinite is there are many cities. There's always a man. There's always a city. There's always a lighthouse. These are always yes. connected. Yes. Rapture, Columbia. It's always yes. the same thing. So that this is, is just 
It's not. I guess it is a spoiler, but it is what it is. <laughs> no, it's it is. But they also like this. They even say in there that this is gonna be intrinsically linked to the narrative of the previous three games. So in theory, yeah. it's gonna have a lighthouse and a guy, and you know. So it's interesting to me to see what political lens this game will be seen through. Oh yeah, true. Because they always have something going on, don't they? Yeah. So the first game was essentially a libertarian utopia where, you know, you have <laughs> the free market is in full effect with all the horrible things that go on and all the, yep, yep, you yep. know, the artists and the scientists can do whatever they want. It's just unrestrained. And then Bioshock 2 was underwater communism. They'd kind of gone the other way. The third one was like American exceptionalism. So like the founding fathers were gods. Yep. It's going to be interesting to see what this new one is. Like, is it going to be... I don't know. Is there an evil lens for democracy? <laughs> is there a downside to... Well, probably. Like, wouldn't it just I'm be, sure. like, pure capitalism, right? Well, what do they call it? Like, well, anarchism, where it's like, they're, like you are free to do anything no you want. Yeah. yeah, like, and no matter... Even if it does affect other people, like... No matter if you're, like, killing people to do what you need to do, like, it's, it's anarchy. Even then, that's kind of, I guess, what Bioshock 1 was about. In a way. Well, wasn't it more that, that that their little society kind of fell into anarchy rather than that's what it was based on, though? It did, but everyone was so spliced up. Like, they were all free to create whatever they wanted, and then they yeah. created the, the fucking Adam and the Eve and yep, the little yep. sisters and the... You know what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, like that's the show, uh, the start of the show, Little Sister and My Big Daddy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there's also the uh, the matter of Godfall Studios, which at first I was concerned. Oh, Godfall? What? No, Godfall's a game. I literally just read the words Godfall in the show <laughs> and then kept going. Sorry, spoiler alert for the next bit. Uh, Cloud Chamber, uh, which is the studio developing Bioshock 4. And I was like, who the fuck are they? Where'd they come from? Uh, but it turns out they are just a new studio mate from 2K. Yeah, yeah. So it's still technically in-house, I guess. It's just a different studio name. I, I was reading... It. They've been given fucking carte blanche to do whatever they yep. want. Like, this is not like, you know, how there was that weirdness with um, Bioshock 2. And it was sort of yep. like, you know, it, it kind of felt like, uh, what was that Batman game that wasn't quite the same studio? Uh, and it was like... Arkham... Not Arkham City, Arkham Asylum. Arkham City? Arkham City was the main team. What was it? It was like Arkham, Arkham Origins? Origins. It was yeah, Arkham Origins. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And there's also like, I think of similarly to Fallout... Three and Fallout Four. There's Fallout New Vegas, which was a different developer altogether, yeah. but felt very much like Fallout Three with a few little tweaks here and there. Better, I'd say. I'd say probably one of the best Fallout games, but that's just a me thing. I don't have the the perks of 180 frame a second Fallout Four on my PC that no one else can play. <laughs> Thanks for rubbing that into my face, Kale. I didn't. That was last um, week. <laughs> yeah, you did it today again too. Still, you, still you rankles, brought up I that guess. it was only 30 frames a second on my PS5, which is yeah, bullshit. well, it's okay. embarrassing for you. Um, you know what? Fuck Bethesda, actually. I'm glad they're an <laughs> Xbox company now. You can have them. <laughs> uh, just, to, just to round this out, this is, like, kind of up there with Elden Ring for me. Like, this is this is meant to be out next year. This is going to be, like, a big That's game. what I was hoping for. That's what I was hoping for. In development for a long time. Comes out, yeah. like, holiday next year. Uh, dude, this is huge, if it's if true. Huge if true, dude. Huge, huge if, if true. true. Pixar I, I, didn't happen, though, but huge <laughs> if true. Uh, you know how we did fuck up, just again to sideline us? We should have done our own predictions for the Video Game Awards. Instead, we just kind of used the nominations and decided we should have come up with our own, like, 
Anyway, we'll get better at this. It's a fucking no, learning no, no. process. No, no, That's too much work, dude. I have to <laughs> think about that for more than 10 minutes before we start recording, and I can't Imagine. do that. I was Imagine. working hard today leading up into this. Uh, but honestly, Bioshock, Bioshock original, Bioshock Infinite, to, to a lesser extent, I enjoyed it, but it just, it was... It's different. It, it enhanced the gameplay, just not the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, some of my favorite games ever. So, a Bioshock 4 is a big deal. Is Ken Levine still a part of it? Is he part no, of Cloud Chamber? No, he's making his own game. We don't know what it is yet. Okay, he's got his okay, own look, studio. I still hold hope that someone... Hopefully they really love Bioshock and they can do it justice. I am concerned about the, the lack of Ken Levine. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. That's fair but enough. We'll see. We'll see what pops up. When is the Game Awards again? It's Very this soon. week. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. I won't say the date, but it's this week. <laughs> I can't yeah, remember. It's someday this head. week that is different in Australia to America sometime this week with no specifics at all. Yeah. And I reckon you guys listening know how to use Google. <laughs> As is tradition, I am going to take this story and you'll <laughs> soon find out why. Any listener of this show will know that Battlefield 2042 is a divisive game to say the least. Feature deficit, buggy, and at times downright broken, the latest game from developer EA Dice is currently hemorrhaging players, down more than 70% of its launch player base on Steam in just two short weeks. Perhaps in response to this, EA has announced a major studio shakeup and the intent to create a shared Battlefield universe. Battlefield 2042 isn't going anywhere and will be supported, but the publisher intends to compete with major rival Activision and its Call of Duty franchise by leveraging additional studios to produce mobile games and apparently a hero shooter in the mold of Overwatch and or Apex Legends. We have different views on this, don't we, Kale? Yeah, you and I spoke about this off mic and I hadn't Mm -hmm. read enough. I actually thought, yeah, I thought this meant they were going to be like annualizing like Call of Duty. You kind That's of the took this as they were giving up on this battlefield, but it's not actually what it is. No, I just thought they were going to do a new one and move on. Like, they were just going to keep them pumping out, like Call of Duty. Like, I'm sure you can still play old Call of Duty, so it's just there's always a new one as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and apparently the new one's really bad. I had a friend really upset because PlayStation's return system is fucking broken if you it buy is. it online. Yeah, I yeah. think it's. I honestly, I'm like, dude, can I bring this up with like the ACCC in Australia at least for Australia? Because I think it's actually should be illegal what they do. Yeah, well, it's like what if you buy a game, download it, you if cannot you return it, it. You can't return it. So how could you know if it's fucked if you haven't downloaded it? Let alone exactly, dude. It. And this goes back to me downloading the fucking game of the Year Witcher where I didn't have my save, and I was like, all honestly. I literally called up PlayStation and was like, I just need to return this because my save doesn't carry across. So what I want to do is return it for credit. I will then just buy The Witcher and all the DLC separately just so I can play my save. And they're like, we can't do this. I'm like, but I'm going to give you more money to do that. And like, we can't do it. I was like, what do you mean? So as far as I can tell, every (laughs) other platform other than PlayStation has this like a a rule that is similar to this. Yeah. You can download it and you can play it for like up to two hours and then return it within 14 days. Yeah. 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 If you've played more than two hours, you can't return it anymore. But like that to me seems so much more reasonable. The fact that they just are like, nope, you can't do it. Nope. No, thank you. It's downright rotten. Downright <laughs> actually, fucking rotten. As another quick aside, if we're doing it, I worked in a customer service role for a publishing company that will remain nameless. And they had like a draconian return scheme as well. And the company policy was no returns, right? Basically, like unless we had fucked up or something unless 
they really pushed for it and asked for a manager. In that case, you would like transfer them and they would basically get a return. But they had to try. They had to push and you had to push back at least once. And that was the policy. Yeah, it was. Because you don't really... If someone says no, you kind of give up then. But it was literally in the fine print at this company. (laughs) You just like had to push through. Dude, that happens everywhere though. Like you just have to be like, I want to speak to someone else until someone can make a decision for you. It's always the case. We're really bad at this today. Should we actually talk about the story? Or no, it's fine. Really quickly. Like I don't work there anymore, so I can say this. But like, if you just call Apple Care and ask to talk to someone above, the person above can probably make the call that you want them to make. That's nice. Good. Not tip. always, but very often. Did you just reveal um, your former job? Oh, I don't work there anymore, so it doesn't matter. I did. There you go. But what are they going to do? Fire me? Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, look, Battlefield. So, another thing to mention that's not in this little news, little spread that you've written out Battlefield as a franchise has now been taken over by Vince Zampella. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Which, that's right. Which was uh, Respawn Entertainment head. Uh, so, head of like Titanfall and. Apex Call of Duty, Legends right? kind of vibe. Wasn't he involved? I think uh, some Call of Duties. He went from Call- from like Activision to Respawn. That's it. Yep. So Titanfall was a big one for him. So that's like honestly kind of a good news. Like he's a he's a huge name in the industry. Titanfall was a great game in terms of <laughs> its story and design. It didn't make oh, yeah, the yeah. they'd hoped for, but Titanfall two was review wise amazing. Apex Legends is probably one of the best battle royales that is out currently based on like player count and stuff like that. Yeah. So not a bad person to have on, on your side. And this really feels like they were... It feels to me at least like they're acknowledging how rough this launch has been for Battlefield. I'll let you know just behind the scenes for everyone here. I actually rewrote this story because it was initially too negative. I went in quite hard. Uh, and there is a very serious impression I've gotten online that... Uh, forgotten his name. I really should have kept it in. But so the guy that ran Battlefield, I'm I'm doing air quotes for giving from last here. week that you had left and they get yeah. sent the email out and said like it was just one day. Um, yeah. Oh no go. no sorry that was a different guy. That was a different story. Oh, okay okay. Yeah yeah. Uh, the implication is that because of how fucked Battlefield is, this guy was essentially canned. Given like a you know he'll finish up and move on, but essentially he was pushed out, and yes. that Vince Sampello is being brought on because of the ridiculous state of this video game i don't i don't doubt it like i I, when we first played this i was like someone's getting fired yeah it was i was like you've had years dude like you've had like like four years quite frankly yeah and i the reason this story was so negative initially is i hate this what this says like it's it actually makes me angry that they're like they put out their hot new game it's been a few years in the making it's garbage still is basically like it's playable but it's still fucked and then you have the temerity two weeks later to be like, hey, so we're going to fucking be doing mobile games. We're going to like do a fucking hero shooter. Uh, actually, that story, I've, you'll see a cheeky little hyperlink there, Govinda. That comes to us by way of our good friend, Tom Henderson, who has heard through his sources that uh, the operator system for Battlefield is essentially like, their half-baked attempt at becoming at a like a hero shooter. Yeah, like an Apex Legends, yeah. like Zampella. Honestly, people kept saying it was like a, it used to be a battle royale. That's why these operators are here. And I was like, that doesn't really make sense. But a hero shooter w- makes way more sense. Here's uh, here's the quote. I'll just read it. it. This is actually from PlayStation Lifestyles write-up. But 
here it is. Tom Henderson says, uh, The next Battlefield title is scoped as a hero shooter of sorts. It's not a removal of specialists, but an enhancement of them. He goes on to say that uh, Battlefield 2042 has always been intended to be a stepping stone to a hero shooter with a battle royale. It was just executed poorly. Ooh. Yeah, I, I can say yeah. it. I can definitely it, say it, it. It feels like Battlefield 2042 is going to be like the base. Yeah, yep. It's like going to be the, like the, the hub for everything. Your, your conquest and all your stuff is there. Um, but you'll... Because something that I noticed, and I only realized this recently, but like if you go into Battlefield 5, from the Battlefield 5 main menu, I have access to my Battlefield 1. Like It's all linked together. That is interesting. And that's gone now. So I'm thinking this is like they're trying to restart that from nothing. And I think all of this new stuff they're going to do will just kind of get added into this little hub where Battlefield is like the base. Yeah, and everything is tied into that. Uh, but I, it's it's funny I too. I, I um, don't hate this as much as you do. It sounds to me like they were like we we blew it. We're not giving up on it. Don't think we are. <laughs> and I forget the name of the developer, which is bad. But uh, the developer who made Portal. Oh yeah, they uh, only made that in like I, apparently they only made that in like six months. And they've said they've already said they're going to continue to support it, but they're actually also working on new content, like not for Portal, but like a new game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just before I forget, it's funny, thinking back to last week, it actually... Ma- remember how we were talking shit about that weird cinematic movie they released? Oh, makes, what a cooker. Makes a lot more sense now. If you knew like, they were working on like other games in the universe and like trying to build out the lore of something, makes a uh, lot more sense. Yeah, it does. It does. Like, Overwatch does all their little movies and stuff. Yeah. All the uh, little, like, animated stuff. Yeah, and the other, the fun thing, so that uh, Steam DB numbers, it was uh, launch week, they hit a peak of just over 100,000 Steam players. Now we're sitting at under 30. Uh, and the damning, <laughs> the damning Kotaku comparison was that uh, Farming Simulator 2022 is currently at like a 90,000 peak. <laughs> to count that though, I, I saw someone on Twitter saying that on Thanksgiving weekend, they had a 1.4 million concurrent players, so console must be going strong still. I, it's funny though, isn't it? Because I feel like all I see when we play online is PC players, like in our shared. Uh, That's it's anecdotal. I know. Re- it's it's also like we are in a little echo chamber of Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes yeah, sense. You know, like we have a smaller population, and like it's that's a hard one to do because we really don't get put in US servers. Like, it really prioritizes a decent ping for us, so we usually get stuck in Australia. So during the week, in the middle of the day, I can't find a, a no cross-play game. Yeah, um, I think... So I don't know if that's legit. And it's also, like, Thanksgiving weekend was two weekends ago. Yeah, it's still not a good sign for a game like Battlefield to be down 70% on PC, which is presumably where the most hardcore like, oh, players yeah, it's are. Oh, where the game began. But this is not a single-player game. Like that, it's normal for games to drop down these charts. It's not for multiplayer games. Like, presumably, this number should be going up. <laughs> like, well, the game's fucked. Especially like the yeah, last patch that came out. They anyone on PC couldn't use horizontal mouse inputs unless they deleted their entire I love that. Like, preference file. We were it there live fun. for that. Like the people oh, just man. blowing the up. The chat was blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move along. We've got two left, and time is ticking, Kale. All right, here we go. Given to the rumoured PS Plus lineup we covered last week has been confirmed to be real, with one curious and confusing difference. Godfall, the PS5 offering this month, isn't actually Godfall at all, but is instead a bizarre reverse demo designed to entice players to actually purchase the base game. 
It's called Godfall Challenger Edition, and I initially thought this was some kind of deluxe version, but what it does is it will allow players to experience a trio of endgame modes without the story content of the base game or either of its expansions. So to recap, as a new Godfall player, you would be skipping the main story content of the base game and its expansions, including all of the character progression and building along the way, which, in layman's terms, that's the fun part of a video game. That's like... You know, the yeah, point I, of it. <laughs> no, uh, I hate progression. I like to be the same from start to finish. That's my favorite. So apparently the end game content is where the good stuff is. And so that is all you get. And if you like that, you can then purchase the full game and start from the beginning and work your way towards the content that you already did. Got it? Good. PS Plus subscribers are already extremely pissed voicing their discontent in the comment sections of YouTube and the PlayStation blog. Have you ever heard of something like this? No, I haven't. It sounds real dumb. Uh, the the good news though, on like the good news is that this game sucks anyway. So it does there's really, suck. There's there's no real reason to download it in the beginning, which I think is fantastic for everyone involved. <laughs> um, the the downside obviously is that the the PS Plus lineups recently have been not great. Average, very oh, average. Um, if we were going to use our our rubric to score the PS Plus lineups recently, I'm going to give them a five. <laughs> Uh, I just, again, before I forget, uh, did you know that, so Kingdoms of Armalore came out, was that last month? Yep. They're releasing a new expansion this month. A brand new expansion. Too bad the game feels like shit. <laughs> yeah, but like, that's cool. So like, they gave you the game for free, it's from years ago, and now you get yeah. a brand new Pay content. 20 bucks and yeah, yeah. That's, that's great. True. That is cool. That like, is cool. What the- what the fuck is this? Where you like, play some of the endgame stuff, and then they're like, hey, do you want to be underpowered and play through the, the game and do the boring parts. Do you want to give us full full price for that? I just don't I just, see <laughs> what the idea is here. It's honestly, like, I just think that's that's poor form on everyone's side. Like, yeah. What was Sony doing thinking that was going to be cool? And then the developer had to agree to this for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they like, had to wouldn't create make this way more sense to be like, just give them the base game. Yeah, it would. Just make give them the more base s- game, and if they like it, which they won't, but if they yeah. do, they can buy the expansions. And that's why people are cut. This is your PS5 game for the month. It's not really the game. You're basically getting. I mean, you are getting something, but it feels like you're getting nothing this month. Well, look again. The good news this? is this game sucks anyway, so you shouldn't have downloaded it in the first place. Um, I'm just more surprised they have so much ex- DLC after one year. What? How's that even possible? Yeah, it's... I don't know. This game is... It can't be good. Anyway, honestly, don't, like, don't sweat too much. This game is bad. I haven't played it, so take that with a grain of salt. But the I internet doesn't either. lie. The this internet is... doesn't lie, and it was bad. <laughs> uh, but look, I think tying into the PlayStation Plus games being pretty shitty lately mm. uh, is going to be our next news article that was a little bit of an add-on because it happened semi-recently. Yeah. But, and it's not super substantiated yet, but it does seem to be across the internet. So take that as it will. We got this from Bloomberg. It's probably, it's all over the place. So you would have seen it probably somewhere else as well. And I'm going to be so honest with you right now. I'm going to be reading some <laughs> Bloomberg stuff. I was not involved in the creation of this. You know why you weren't involved, Cal? Because you just missed the news story completely. And I was like, this is the biggest news story of all. How'd you miss this? I thought this it's, was the focus. It's so funny because I saw it and I was like, it is big news, but there's not... It's the fact that we don't really know anything about it. I just didn't... 
Anyway, get get into it. Get it. We'll talk. So about I'm going to read it. I don't know exactly when I'm going to stop reading because not all of this is going to be relevant to us. So just bear with me. And it's going to be a bit average. Sony Group Corp's PlayStation division is planning a new subscription service to compete with rival Microsoft Corp's popular Xbox Game Pass, according to people familiar with Sony's plan and documents reviewed by Bloomberg. The service, codenamed Spartacus, will allow PlayStation owners to pay a monthly fee for access to a catalogue of modern and classic games. The offering will likely be available on PS4 and PS5. We don't know when it's going to launch. We don't know how much it's going to cost. We don't know anything more than that, other than it seems to be in the works, and I trust Bloomberg. You're right. I should have included this, but at the same time, like we, it's cool. We knew this was going to happen, but we also can't even really directly compare it to... We can't, but we can hope. And my problem with this is I, I've learnt, being a long-time PlayStation fan, yep. to yep. never I- hope. I know where you're going with this. It's like... To never hope. I know they're going to do something and it's going to be like just a step below what Microsoft is doing in this regard. It's going to be... Maybe. And so... Just not as good. (laughs) (laughs) This is the trap I fall into, right? Because like we thought the like Xbox One's getting announced and then PlayStation 4 comes and just slops that big old dick on the table and wins E3. (laughs) That's what it sounds like, that big old dick. (laughs) Wins E3, they smash out of the park. PlayStation 4 is a, is a raging success. Mm. Uh, so there's still hope. But then I think back to like the PlayStation Vita, which on paper seems so sick. And then they add this weird little touch thing on the back, which was kind of fucked. And then they're like, oh, by the way, yeah, the proprietary card you need to store your games on it. Yeah, it's half the price of the console. Yeah. No, no, that's just for like 64 gigs. It's not even that big. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you have to have shit. it. You have you to ha- have it's it. proprietary. You have to have it. There's no other. Yeah. You can't just put an SD card in there. You crazy? <laughs> That'd be too easy, you dickheads. Jesus. So I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I, I, my hope is that we we're looking at a new Sony, a newer Sony that is more about seeing what the competition is doing and improving upon it, or at least matching it to some extent. And yeah. what I'd expect is them f- to do a, a premium PlayStation Plus service, which I would. Really hope they're going to call PlayStation Plus Plus. <laughs> that would be incredible. Um, I think it's fantastic marketing. I just had a, a strange epiphany that I've never really thought of before, and it is this. Regardless of what they do, I'm going to be disappointed because, for me, I have Game Pass on my PC, and it is it's good, but it's particularly great to me because I don't... I'm not in Xbox's ecosystem. So all the shit that I get for free is kind of new to me and more awesome. If this thing comes out and it's like, you get Bloodborne, you get Horizon, you get God of War, I'll be like, well, yeah, I'll be like, well, cool. I've played all of those. Like it's intrinsically not as valuable to me because I am such a hardcore hundred percent, but then it's also, but then you got to start looking at the future, right? So that's like, sure, the back catalog might not appeal to you, but when they're like, "Hey, um, the Last of Us Three is a day one PlayStation Plus Plus title," and you're paying just, ten dollars a month for that, I just don't see them doing it. I just, I Why think, not? I think PlayStation's thing has always been prestige. Like that game, this is going to be the issue with uh, fucking Halo Infinite that comes out in like two days. Like it feels cheaper because I'm. You know, like it's it's not such a blockbuster thing, actually. Yeah, that, you do lose that like prestige pricing, which is a yes. legit like marketing it's a strategy thing. where it's like, Apple, oh, I paid one hundred twenty dollars right? on this. Exactly right. Yeah, I paid one hundred twenty dollars on this. It's gonna be so good. It's so sick. Rather than like, it's Netflix, and you're like, oh, fucking, 
whatever, like just, just play it. Uh, this is fine. I don't really care. And you move on. Yeah. It's just. That's interesting. That's the thing with like, you know, fucking Game Pass. Like I logged on the other day because again, Halo comes out in a couple of days. You pay $10 Australian. You have, it's dozens of games and it's like, it's crazy shit. Like Age of Empires 4. I just logged in. And I was like, I'll see what that's like. I don't want to buy it, but like, I'll just fuck around with it. But that, my thought that doesn't exist instantly. on PlayStation for me. Sorry, just to finish the thought. Like, no, I, that's I, fair. That's fair. Sorry, I've already played the games I want on it because <laughs> I'm aware of them. <laughs> it's... Well, we were talking about how shitty the PlayStation return policy is, and mm. maybe this fixes it. Like, maybe like for what I'm paying a year, they're like, all right, pay an extra ten bucks a month or five dollars a month because you're already paying for PlayStation Plus, and you get this. Yeah. And so some games will come day one. And I, my hope, my problem with it will be when they say it's only PlayStation exclusive titles. Yeah. My hope is that third parties get involved as well. Which is the case on uh, Game Pass. Like, that's how they exactly, reel right. people in. It's... That's, that, that would be the, the clutch players. Like, oh, this third party game that you weren't expecting. Like, Bioshock 4 is on PlayStation Plus Plus day one. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also think, like, this is a way to win the people on the fence over when they're like, I can't get a PS5. Maybe I'll just buy an Xbox. Game Pass sounds pretty chill. Yeah. Where you're like, well, now PlayStation's got that too. And their exclusives are without a doubt better. Like just yeah, if you look at yeah. how many there are in the Metacritic scores, like the exclusives are better. There's more of them and you're doing the same service and you have a PlayStation 5 and you don't have to switch platforms to do it. It's just, I'm so, maybe I'm jaded. Think you're about jaded, what we've, yeah. yeah. Think about what we've just spoken about in this episode. Like I literally pay my PS Plus subscription not for the games. I pay for it so that my games auto-update, that I can save my things to the cloud. fucking cloud. Yeah. I don't care about Godfall Challenger Edition or Kingdoms of Armola from I mean, that one I was a little bit interested yeah, in. Yeah, but, but it's like, not even the game. <laughs> every now the- and again, there's there's a gem in there, right? Like, I to this day, I still play Rocket League. Yeah, that was like, yep. I think one of the first PlayStation Plus free games, like, at least on PS4. Yeah. That's paid for the amount of PlayStation Plus I've had for, like, a whole year. I was like, that was worth it. I put yeah. so much. I put hundreds of hours into Rocket League, and it was a free game. That was for, spectacular, right? For me, it's it's actually the um the exclusive discounts, like you yeah. just get games a bit yeah, cheaper. True. That the games on discount, they get an extra discount because it's a PlayStation yeah. Plus game, and yeah, that's true. That's really and that makes really up good. for it too. So when you look at the value, PlayStation Plus is probably still good if you're buying enough. It's just that but every I'm, game they put on it, I either have played or own already. <laughs> well, that was like, I got a PS5 and it's like the PlayStation collection. You're like, that's so sick if you've never had a PlayStation before, yeah. but I've played literally everything here. And yep. the ones that I haven't, I don't want to. Yeah. There's a reason you didn't. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, look, that is what it is. It's at least they're trying. I, my concern when we were talking about Game Pass, I don't know, early in this show's life, was that PlayStation will kind of get left in the dust and eventually will just lose because they can't match it. So at least they're trying to do something to not be irrelevant in 10 years, you know? Yeah. Who knows what the future will hold. Either way, we'll go down with the ship. <laughs> Hardware's going to die, I'm telling you right now, one day. They've been saying that be for... next generation. I yeah. know, I know, but it will. Like, you know Netflix lets you get games now? I've heard that. It's only like iOS games, so like nothing crazy. But if you look at Netflix on your phone, you can download like free games from we're the just, App Store. We're so far away from that. Like again, a total non sequitur. But there's a fucking cell tower down in our hometown, and it's a nightmare. Like where I work is a black hole. There's no reception. I'm back to 3G on Wi-Fi. 
And it's like oh, so bad. We're just we live in 3G on yes. Wi-Fi. Is that what you just said? Yeah. That doesn't make sense, dude. Doesn't it? <laughs> 3G on Wi-Fi. You're either on 3G or you're on Wi-Fi. <laughs> Maybe it's I'm on 3G. Because the eh, it's a whole thing. You've, you've uncovered my <laughs> Dude, technological. As a as a newfound network designer, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, let's round this thing out. Let's wrap this shit up, Kale. Where can the good people not find us? Long live pod. Instagram, Twitter. Do you reckon one day we'll be on TikTok? We might be. Oh, I hate TikTok though, so I refuse to download it. But if you can do that, that'd be pretty chill. So here's the thing. I've downloaded it already. I sent you a video. I put my dog on TikTok. Literally hundreds, if not thousands of people have enjoyed my dog. <laughs> the fun little so song. Here's a, here's a quick marketing strat on, on TikTok. Firstly, you need to make a long live pod or yeah, a long live yeah, play yeah, yeah, that's TikTok. Good. That's Ideally gold. a long live pod just to match everything. I don't know how that works. I think I've that'll work. TikTok. Um, or play. I don't know. Follow your heart. I trust you. Ooh, that's a mistake. Um, and then what we need is your dog to interrupt us every episode. He was going to do it earlier. And then we can we just we just upload the dog stuff and say, "Do you like PlayStation? Look at this cute dog. Listen to Long Live Play." <laughs> My, I have several issues with TikTok. And again, I know we need to fucking get out of here. Now is not the time for them. This is an off-air conversation. He, here's my problem: is that everyone is so much younger, so much more handsome, and so much happier than I am. Uh, and they just, they have a zest for life that I can't match. And also, so what you need to do is you need to only post on TikTok on Monday night, right after you've watched your episode of Succession and had your pasta. And I'm feeling good. Also, I hate the idea of the Chinese government watching me. Well, didn't they have to sell most of it to America anyway, before, otherwise they were going to get taken away? I don't think that happened in the end. I no, think dude, Trump talked about China's, China's take. No, they actually did do that. The uh, they, Trump made them sell a huge portion to an American company. Maybe not all of it, but at least like a majority. I thought they were going to ban it, or he wanted to ban it. Why they are we were, talking about and Trump then they so sold much? a big chunk of it. Um, <laughs> Did you ever ask uh, yourself that? <laughs> oh my god, he's incepted into my brain. <laughs> Am I like pro-Trump all of a sudden? I think Fuck. you are. I need to leave and take a real long, hard look at myself in the mirror and figure out what I'm about. Do it. All right. Until next time. Goodbye. Play Fallout Four. It's incredible.